Why are you watching other people's pockets? Now, if you can't afford it or that, you know, that don't. Or you don't want to pay for it. Right. Then you don't have to. Right. No one's saying you have to. But you want to be a part of the cool kids. You want to be in the club. And since you necessarily, I don't want to say you can't be in the club, then you outside and trying you, to get in. Right. Right. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to and or watching the Snob OS show, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. You are now tuned into episode 104. And we've got actually got a lot to talk about uh, (laughs) this week. So we may have to run through some things pretty fast. And then there may be one or two that we may slow down for and talk about those at length a little bit. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the show before we get started. We definitely want to say thank you to all the Patreon supporters. We've got some new ones that came in this week. Uh, we definitely want to say thank you. Without you, we couldn't do all the cool video things and streaming that we're doing now. So if you're interested to become a Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you get access to our live show. You get access to the pre-show There are some things that we talk about during the pre-show that we won't talk about during the regular show. And you get access to our private group group Uh, right now. It's on Discord, but we will slowly start to migrate that over to a Facebook group because we know everybody and their mama is on Facebook. So uh, definitely, if you're interested, uh, like I said, we've got a new subscriber. So we want to thank Dino Cummings, uh, him and his wife and his family. Uh, We want to thank you all for joining. I actually know them and they have a nice uh, website site business. I definitely want to shout them out. So if you're definitely interested, we'll put a link to their business. Uh, it is Curl Kit and they do um, a subscription box for uh, natural hair, different hair care, mostly for the ladies. But I think they, you know, fellas, we typically just use what the wives get. So <laughs> <laughs> by ipso facto, it's for men and women. So I'll definitely put a link to, to the Curl Kit show in the notes so you can definitely check that out. So uh, without further ado. Uh, let's get started. I actually uh, reordered some of these things on the docket. So we're going to talk about the good stuff towards the end. But okay. before I get into that, I'm going to get into some of the o- earlier things. So first thing I want to talk about is uh, some of the older iPhones now have FaceTime HD. So basically before when iOS 14 was originally announced, uh, not all the devices got FaceTime HD. But now with the latest, uh, I'm going to say 14.2 release. Now, if you have like an iPhone eight and up, now you get FaceTime HD. So basically, you know, the holidays are coming up, you know, Corona is out here. More people are staying home, you know, uh, being able to communicate over things like FaceTime over Facebook messenger, Facebook groups, all these different streaming services, zoom, you know, HD is more important because we're doing more of that. So if you are interested in doing FaceTime HD, you can uh, if you're doing FaceTime, rather now you have the option on older devices to do FaceTime HD. Again, like I mentioned, that's for all iPhones, iPhone eight and up and then all iPads. I want to say iPad Air two and up. So definitely if you got one of those devices, definitely check out FaceTime HD and let us know. Uh, I guess I wanted to ask you real quick 
you know, um, are you, have you find yourself using streaming services more, you know, now COVID is up or what have you been your main, main method of communication? Um, it's pretty much been a combination of, um, FaceTime because most of my family has, um, are in the Apple family. Uh I think I have two aunts who are on, um, have Androids, but literally everybody else has, um, down to my grandma. Okay. Has, uh, from grandma to the, pretty much to the youngest, we have a, a 11 month old and her parents are iPhone. So pretty much everybody in the gamut is, is on iPhone except for, for those two. So it's a lot of FaceTime and, um, earlier in the COVID, you know, we would have like zoom dates with, with friends. We'd get on, mm-hmm. you know, have some food and laugh and wine and, you know, kind of gather, kind of gathered that way. So those are the two main things and a little bit of, of Google meet. Uh, but for the most part, it's been FaceTime and, and zoom. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to get my family over to the, I the Apple ecosystem so we can all do FaceTime have not been super successful. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've been doing, uh, I actually purchased a, um, um, Facebook portal, um, the T the TV version to where I can connect it to the, uh, our home television. So mm-hmm. when Christmas rolls around and my grand, my, my parents, my kids, grandparents, you know, they want to open the gifts and do like that. I'll turn on the FaceTime HD. Cause again, like I mentioned, everybody and their mama has Facebook. So mm-hmm. I figured instead of trying to pull everybody into the Apple ecosystem, if you already got a Facebook account and you've got a phone, then I'll just meet them where they are. I'll, I'll meet them where they are. I'll come halfway and then do this uh, Facebook thing. So I'll be setting that up probably next uh, couple of days and I'll probably do like a little overview. See how I like that. So, nice. all right. All right. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is we, uh, talked about the MagSafe Duo, which is Apple's um, wireless charger for your iPhone, and it has a charging dock for your Apple Watch. Uh, they announced that, you know, what, a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. But now it's actually available. But uh, what I want to talk about was the fact that it is $150. Uh, and I think we uh, chagrined at that cost. Mm-hmm. But I'm surprised to find out that you spend $150 for this MagSafe Duo charger from Apple and you still have to spend $39 for the fast charging uh, 30 watt um, uh, wall adapter for the MagSafe Duo. It's like we know Apple was not uh, including the chargers for the iPhones when the iPhone mm-hmm. 12 came out, but I'm surprised that this device that is solely exclusively made for charging <laughs> doesn't come with a charger. <laughs> right. One of my friends texted me. She was like, I got the new charger. It didn't even come with the wall charger. Right. Yep. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And not only do you have to buy that for thirty an extra $39, of course, it's the holidays and they're pretty much selling out of them so fast that shipping time is like, one to two weeks, you know, I don't know if that's average. I don't think it is. Cause I ordered some things from Apple. I ordered something from Apple like Monday and it hit my doorstep today. So uh, for a little $39 charger for the shipping time to be one to two weeks, you know, that's pretty serious. You know, people are getting into the buying spirit 
Uh, so not only do you have to pay extra, you may get it late. Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. Just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to make sure I got the the price right for this MagSafe Duo because it may be more expensive. Is $150? No. It's $130. When it, when it was first advertised, I think it was $159. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Because but now it's showing that it's one twenty nine, right. and you can get a monthly payment option. I mean, offering a monthly payment option for a charger is is insane. Well, they got to because of the stuff we're about to talk about shortly. Right? <laughs> you got to. You might have to spread out them payments, even for something as simple as one hundred thirty dollars. If you're trying to buy it up. You know, live it up mm-hmm. with Apple. So, yeah, just want to let all y'all know, you know, like I said, if you're looking to buy that uh, charger, which is it's, you know, I'm not going to knock it too much. I mean, it is expensive, but you can put it on your desk, but you can also fold it up and travel, you know, without taking up too much space. So that's a benefit. But like I said, at $130 and I got to pay extra 40 to get the charger that mm-hmm. adequately charges up. Yeah, that's that's a lot. So. All right. That so I will not be purchasing. Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. I've got <laughs> enough chargers, enough docks, enough wireless pads laying around. Fast. Doesn't take it. Yeah, and we're not traveling, so right. I don't have to worry about packing up a whole bunch of charges where I'm going. Yeah, fa- fast charging is not for me. All right. So let's move into the next story. Uh, we finally got a date for Apple Fitness Plus. I was pretty excited about that, so I uh, just wanted to make sure to let y'all know that. Next Monday, uh, was that the 14th? 14th. The, the 14th, you'll be able to get your exercise on your, your pre, uh, uh, New Year's resolutions workouts <laughs> <laughs> on December 14th. Um, that's when Apple Fitness Plus launches. It'll launch with 10 of the most popular workout types. You're talking about, uh, high intensity interval training, strength training, yoga, dance, core, Cycling, treadmill, which is, you know, running and walking, rowing, which is the thing I'm most interested in and, um, you know, cool down. So, you know, you can relax after your exercises. So, uh, you'll be able to access all of the activities on an iPhone, on an iPad, on Apple TV, and it will synchronize with your Apple watch. So it'll on the screen of those devices, it'll show you your current, uh, I want to call them measurements, statistics. You know, your heart rate, your, you know, biometrics, is that your biometrics, you know, your heart rate, you know, your distance, your current pace, calories burned, things of that nature. So I'm definitely interested in that. You know, a lot, I think a lot of the, um, the, a lot of the programs are on demand, but they're adding stuff regularly. I didn't see anything about live sessions. That would be dope if they did like live sessions to where at, you know, 830, whatever time you can actually tune in and do something live. But until then, you know, you can actually set it up to where if you want to um, match the biometrics, like your heart rate, calories burned, distance travel from somebody else who did the extra, the, the routine, you can actually kind of challenge yourself to keep up with their, the best person's race, you know, like a personal record for whomever did the program, you know, in the previous session or whatever the case may be. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if, you know, you want to challenge yourself, you can see how you test up against other folks. I won't be doing that part. <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be going at my own pace, but you know, if, definitely if you're interested, I think uh fitness plus by itself is, I want to say, is it uh, no, it's $9.99 a month oh, or, nice. or $79 a year. Um, and again, like I said, uh, you have to have at least 
Apple Watch Series 3 or later. And same thing with iPhone, iPhone 8 and up, uh, iPad Air 2 and up, or you've got to have a Apple TV, um, of course, if you want to watch it on your television, uh, or you can include it with the Premiere, the Apple One subscription uh, for $30 a month, gives you two terabytes of cloud storage, give you News Plus, Apple Arcade, uh, Apple TV Plus, and Apple Music if you've got like that family, which is, I've already signed up for that because we've already got most of those subscriptions, so why not, you know, get the extra Apple Fitness Plus? So definitely want to let y'all know about that. Uh, just, I guess I want to ask you, is this something you'd be interested in or do you do something else for a workout? I'm definitely interested in it, but I do, I'm interested to see some of the programming first mm-hmm. because I had the, I did the Peloton um, when they, at the beginning of COVID, when they were offering the three months free mm-hmm. and I really liked their programming okay. and they had some live stuff as well. Right. Um, so I'll be interesting to see how the, the programming um, matches up because I didn't buy the full subscription of Peloton mm-hmm. um, because I was trying to see how the fitness plus was going to kind of uh, flesh out. Um, so I'm interested definitely. And it's what, nine, nine, nine a month. So right. it's not that, it's not bad at all. Right. Because I don't use, um, I was looking at the, the, the premier one. It It's the value's not really, you know, worth it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the shared, I mean, I'm just one person. Right. And then I don't, I don't really do, I don't do Apple music. Um, I have Apple TV plus, but I don't really care about Apple Arcade or Apple News Plus mm-hmm. or the cloud storage because I already have enough cloud storage. Right. So, so yeah. So just the one-off Fitness Plus subscription would be, you know, enough for me. Okay. And, you know, like we mentioned before, you know, uh, it's integrated with Apple Music. So, you know, you know, if you've already got Apple Music subscription, you know, that's already set up to where they loop that right into the workouts to where, you know, you're already familiar with Apple music. You're already used to your playlist. You know, they'll all weave all that together. So nice little ecosystem of, you know, uh, offerings from Apple. All right. So I think that's all I wanted to talk about in the regular Apple, uh, lowdown. <laughs> the next one I want to talk about is the AirPods max. Um, this is what was referred to as AirPods Studio, which is the over-ear AirPods from Apple. Uh, they announced those yesterday. No big event. No, you know, uh, one last thing. It was pretty much, you know, Apple Store opened up and everybody got to see uh, what these new AirPod Max look like. Uh, more importantly, how much they cost. Right. So with the announcement, I saw someone, I can't remember, I saw it on Twitter and someone said, there's something coming out on Tuesday at 5.30 a.m. And people were trying to speculate about what it was. And I know one of the things they were speculating that it was, was the -the over-the-ear AirPod. So Mm -hmm. I had made a mental note to check and then I got busy. And then when nine o'clock hit, I was like, oh, snap, there's supposed to be something from Apple. And I went on the Apple website and I saw. Yep. Yep. These are the AirPod Max headphones. They come in uh, white. They come in space gray. They come in a pink or a rose red color. And they come in a blue uh, sky blue color, similar to the iPhone 12 colors and a green uh, light green color. Uh, We'll try to put a link in the show notes so you can take a look at those. 
Um, like I said, they ain't cheap before I get into all the, before I get into the price, you know, they've got the Apple's H1 chip with 10 audio cores. They've got the active noise cancellation. They've got the transparency mode so you can hear things around you while you're listening to music. They've got the spatial audio to where when you turn your head, it'll the sound will follow you around so you can get that fully enveloped sound. They've got these mesh part over the top that fits all your different heads with the uh, telescopic size where you can get it right around your ears. Um, you know, they've got this memory foam. They've got a noise control button and there's also a digital crown similar to like your watch where you've got the crown on there. They take that same um, aesthetic, that same um, hardware, and they've made it enlarged for this AirPods Max to where you can scroll the volume. You can click it to change the music. You can answer phone calls, play and pause, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you've got these 40 millimeter dynamic drivers for the subwoofer and all the all the good stuff that you would all expect. All the audio things. <laughs> right, right. All the things that you would expect. They've got this nice little purse <laughs> that, that they goes in. in that puts the, the AirPods into this hibernation sleep mode so they can serve less power. You can get them for, they've got a gyroscope and accelerometer. They can, so you can, so you can, um, track your, uh, head movement. Uh, they come in, you can get them in five point. They've got, you know, based on what you're listening to, 5.1, 7.1 and Dolby Atmos, you know, music also automatically stops when you take your head AirPods off all of that for the and wonderful you can interchange the colors. Yes. Little mesh things. Uh, yeah. If you have a white shell, hmm. you can get you a blue you know, cushiony thing. Right, right, right. That's a very technical term, cushiony thing. Right. But yeah, so yeah. They've got all that adaptive EQ, all the things you would expect in uh, high-end headphones for the wonderful price of $549. Of course, <laughs> right, right. Of course, that's what everybody took to and ran off with. You know, I've seen I, everybody and their mama has said, can't believe these cost this much. There's no I way out. I, I, yeah. So I've seen posts about that. All the things you can buy instead of AirPods Max. So I say all that to say these are expensive. I've got a pair of the Sony WH1000XM3s, not the brand new ones that just came out, but the, even though, even those, when I purchased them, they were like $250. And those by far were the, best headphones I've ever purchased. You know, now they've got the Sony WH-1000XM4 and they've got the Bose 700. And I'm going to just do a quick search about how much those things cost because I still think they are nowhere near the price of these AirPods Max. Let me make sure I do a quick search. You can get the Sony WH-1000XM4s for around, I want to say, $250 to $300 for those. They can basically buy two of those. For right, right, right. And then the other one was, I think, the Bose uh, 700. I think it was the, the, yeah. Bose 700 are a little bit more expensive, but they are, I want to say, around 
339, $339. So, um, these AirPod Maxes are the most expensive consumer noise canceling headphones on the Mac, on the market. Now, if you are the super duper DJ and you, you know, you've got the, you, you the audio file. You, right, right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are some headphones out there that are in the high thousands range, but by far these you're are using those for uh work if you're a DJ or an audio engineer or right something of that vein. Yeah, yeah. So all that to say, uh these are expensive. Nevertheless, you know, all the jabs at about how expensive they are. You know, never in my right mind would I buy some. How dare Apple come out with something like this in the midst of COVID? It's so insensitive. You know, all the knocks. Nevertheless, you cannot buy a pair and get them before Christmas because they are all sold out. And I would say, uh, according to things I've read, um, you you can't get them until um, I want to say January is when you you'll be able to get a pair, you know, provided that, you know, you go to the store and see if you can snag some uh, when they release on the 15th. Yeah. Uh, they pre-orders. Yeah. yeah pre-orders started yesterday when they announced it and they'll actually ship or be available in stores on the 15th. So as expensive as they are, people are scooping these things up. Present company included. <laughs> <laughs> I went ahead, like I said, I'm, I was, my birthday's coming up, you know, so that was my excuse. So I went ahead. Birthday gift to yourself. Right. So I went ahead and plopped down for $549. I bought, I got the, I was going to get the blue pair, but I was like, that's too much blue. I can just deal with a blue phone for the headphones. I, I stay with the black one. So I got the black pair. Um, and yeah, they'll be here next week. So, you know, oh, so you got them in time for the 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm compulsive when I want to get something five minutes. I don't care if it's a, a phone, headphones, a car or a house. When it's time, when it when I get the approval from the CEO, uh, the Nazi, the CFO of the family, when 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 I get to go ahead, I got them. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's my birthday gift and my Christmas gift and my birthday gift for next year <laughs> for myself. So I guess the question is, uh, are you intrigued by these and are you interested? I am intrigued. I'm probably going to buy them. Uh -huh. um, I've been trying to figure out what to get myself for my birthday. And I never did really do anything for, you know, my graduation. Because my plan was to take a trip. And I figured by this time, mm -hmm. it may be safe mm -hmm. to, you know, go out of the country somewhere. And that's like, nah. So I'm trying to decide. Um, so I'll, I'll get two things. I'll get something for Christmas and something for graduation. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to decide. I've been looking at jewelry. So I'm trying to say if I get jewelry for one and get a piece of tech for the other, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out what it is because I know a new iPad Pro is coming. Okay. And that's really what I want. So I'm definitely uh, intrigued. And I know that uh, I've been talking about a new MacBook Pro. So that's on the list. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to... I have to really decide. Yeah, you really, you really have to decide because these things are half the cost of a MacBook. 
<laughs> and of the M1. And and they're just headphones, right? And so they're just headphones. So. Right. So but yeah, they look very interesting. Um so yeah, so I'm definitely intrigued. I'll probably eventually get them. They um, are it just needs to it's just in the order of the things that are, are I already have three Apple things on my slate that mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those things of deciding, prioritizing which one I want more. Right. So. And um, they look like what you would think Apple AirPods over the ear noise canceling headphones would look like the design. You know, they've got the video to where they go. They don't have Johnny Ive, but they got a close kind of feel of the layout and how it looks and how it's engineered mm-hmm. and how it's made and the sound technology you know they've got a video we'll make sure we put the link to the video you know how they lay out the video you know for the the rollout and you know they they look what you would think with the exception of this weird looking case yeah it's a purse (laughs) some i've seen some people put show it as a bra right that was it was like on a mannequin that was funny so you Mm -hmm. know people got the jokes so yeah the jokes are definitely fine but i is it true that it doesn't come with a three and a half millimeter jack, it, but that's how you connect it with a three and a half millimeter jack. Well, so I, I the thing I said that I purchased and it get, got here today already was the lightning to three and a half millimeter jack. So it's it's wireless, wireless, wireless. But, you know, for five hundred and fifty dollars, I don't think they could only make it wireless. So you can connect it to, you know, a three and a half millimeter jack. So I'm think I'm, my guess is. Um, the part that you plug into the, 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 uh, unit is lightning. And then you can convert that to three and a half millimeter jack to go into a computer, to go into some other a mic, mic a, a mic or a mixer or something in that case, because you're paying $550. These are going to probably replace every single pair of headphones. <laughs> right, right, right. But the only thing is, you know how we love the continuity of Mac. Mm-hmm. There aren't, there isn't a Apple branded in these unique colors, uh, Three and a half millimeter jack. Yes, they do. It's a black. You can get them. Oh, you can get black or white. I don't think you can get the blue or the red or the green, but you mm-hmm. can get black or white. So of course I got the black three and a half millimeter cable. Uh, but one thing it does not come with, following along the same lines of the MagSafe Duo, is the charging adapter. So you're going to have to either buy it's the one you got already right. with your iPhone 12. Right. Or, you know, purchase the one, the, you know, the $39 one that you can charge, you know, do the fast charging, things of that nature. So uh, I, don't, I didn't buy that because I've got enough of those bricks laying around as well. But I did, like I said, I did pay for the lightning to three and a half millimeter uh, adapter so I can plug it in and do the, the show, for example. So for 549 U.S. American dollars, they could have included the three and a half millimeter jack. Yes, they very well could have. I think what comes in the box is the um the the charge cable. So the so the, the light- lightning to, to USB. Yeah, I'm looking to, at the lightning USB cable. Right. And the smart case and of course the headphones. Right, right. So yep. So again, like I said, so I l- not complain. I mean, it is expensive, right? Mm. But one thing that I've stopped doing is clocking people's pockets. Right. Because the one thing I see people do is anybody who purchases this, these 
AirPod Max headphones. Y'all just got disposable income and y'all ain't worried about COVID and, and, and y'all to crazy, crazy to spend something, you know, like this. And, you know, my thing is, why are you watching other people's pockets? Now, if you can't afford it or that, you know, that don't, or you don't want to pay for it, right. then you don't have to. Right. No one's saying you have to, but you want to be a part of the cool kids. You want to be in the club. And since you necessarily, I don't want to say you can't be in the club, then you outside and trying you, to get in. Right. Right. And I think people, you know, they, I think it's cool. I think one of it's trendy to make fun of Apple products because of how expensive they are, because of all the, you know, the, 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 Praise, right, right, right. It's kind of like to be contrarian when it comes to Apple is kind of trendy, kind of what the cool kids do, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but at the same time, it's like everybody's got a vice, right? So you may think it's crazy to spend $500 on a pair of headphones, right? You'd be the same person that would turn around and spend thirty, forty $40,000 more for some vehicle, that you can spend $10,000 and get a regular old car that does the same thing. Take you to work, take you home, pick up your kids from school, but you'll spend, you know, the luxury vehicle you'll spend. And people say, oh, but that's no, it's. And not <laughs> even that. They will spend $250 on a Gucci belt. Right. And wear it everywhere. Right. So you have your preferences. I know just this week, um, over the last couple of days, it was a big hubbub. On social media with Cardi B, right? Her fans were going in on her. You talking about buying an eighty-eight thousand dollar purse? You could give that money to this. You could give that money to that. And she's like, "But I do." She was like, "I've given away millions already." It's like my pockets aren't the same as Cardi B's pockets. So me buying the uh, headphones for five hundred forty-nine dollars. That's like her buying her $88,000 purse. Right. Our checkbook's not the same. Right. Our balances aren't the same. So $88,000 for her might be $500 for me. So I, I really, and she ended, I think she ended up doing some sort of apology. And I'm like, why? Why? You, If you want to spend $88,000 on a purse and you can afford to do so, then do it. You don't even, even if she hadn't already been so generous in her mm-hmm. philanthropic things she don't have to right that's that lady money right and and com- out of her pocket right and comparatively speaking you know you ain't giving your comparative amount to charities right. and whatever you know you struggling to pay off credit cards for buying stuff that you couldn't afford but yeah you mm-hmm. you know you're they- still paying off last christmas and we're already at the next christmas right so, so stay out of your pocket right so them buy what they want to buy exactly now again these joints are expensive and I'm going to talk about how expensive they are. But what I'm not going to do is, you know, get on people for deciding for this for this is what they want to purchase. Because, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, you know, people are paying double and triple what it costs to buy an Xbox and a PlayStation. You know, mm-hmm. moms, these same moms that are probably complaining that these AirPods cost too much are mad at people for. Because they couldn't get the PlayStation or the Xbox for their kid in time for Christmas because they're mm-hmm. all sold out everywhere. And those are about the same cost and they are the same thing. They're just entertainment, you know. So it's like for you to, you know, say this is stupid for these for this one thing and not say everything that costs more than what you can afford is stupid. 
you know, that that ain't fair, right? So, right. but having said that, <laughs> they are still a grip and yes. nobody is not saying that they're not. <laughs> right. But if you want to purchase them and right. you can, mm-hmm. then live your best life. Right. I know people who will spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for a ticket to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. And then we'll turn around and say, oh, these things are too expensive to purchase. I'm like, man, you, <laughs> you got one use out of that Super Bowl ticket. <laughs> and yeah, you got a memory. Yeah. But you also got a high credit card bill too with mm-hmm. interest. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yep. Yep. All right. So unless you had anything else to talk about the AirPods, uh, Max, I guess that is it for the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. Uh, let's move into second string where we talk tech in general. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was the fact that Google Maps now lets users submit street view photos from the phone. So if you're familiar with Google photos, uh, you can get an address to a location or destination, but you can also go to the street view and kind of see a street view of the location or whatever provided that the Google car or whatever company that they contracted to drive by with their camera to take a picture of is a current updated picture. You know, we've seen, I've seen some crazy pictures from Google street view to where the, the Google car drove by just in enough time to catch something crazy. So, you know, if you are out and about with this latest Google map street view, you can actually take a picture of a location or a, a, um, tourist site or statue, something popular, something recognizable. And you can actually submit that through the um, Google Street View. So I'll just read a little bit more information. Uh, The Google revealed a new beta feature that will allow users to submit their own photos straight from their phones of of places that they've they aren't adequately represented by Street View using the Street View app. Just take a series of photos as you progress down the road you're trying to capture and Google's AR core tech will supposedly stitch them together to make them work as a street view experience. So I just thought that was pretty cool. You know, it's like they're crowdsourcing, you know, uh, Google Street View, you know, to kind of supplement what they wasn't able to catch or, you know, update something that's been outdated. So I just thought that was pretty cool to where if anybody's interested, you can actually use your phone to actually help Google out. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. So that's all I wanted to, do, uh, to talk about that. The next one is uh, speaking of crowdsourcing, uh, Amazon is rolling out their sidewalk feature. And basically what this is, is if you have a Amazon Echo device, if you have a, uh, a Google Nest device, if you have a uh, Amazon. Uh, yeah. No, not a ring device. Uh, yeah. No. Yes. Amazon Ring video, you know, those uh, doorbell video cameras, mm-hmm. um, there is a feature within all of them that is currently enabled that will utilize your bandwidth to connect other people's devices together to create almost like a mesh network specifically for these devices. Now, inherently, I don't necessarily have an issue with that, but the issue I have a problem with is it is turned on by default. And you as the user has to figure out what this thing is. And then you have to go into the settings of this particular device to turn it off. So again, 
you know, as everybody's at home, you know, you've got parents, you know, working from home, you've got kids doing school from home, you've got all these streaming devices, you know, you've got a lot of cable uh, cord cutters who have turned off their cable and only have internet, but yet you've got these other devices that are not only using the Wi-Fi that you pay for, you're also sharing your bandwidth with other devices. So again, like I said, I don't have a problem with that inherently, but it's just, I would expect that feature to be turned off and then they roll it out and say, Hey, if you want to take part of this program, go into the settings, blah, 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 blah. And then turn this feature on. So then users can share and then you can do all the cool things, but they kind of turned it on by on the, on the low. And then you got to go through and find out from some tech podcast, for example, that this thing is turned on and you got to go through the settings to actually turn it off. So I just, I just wanted to get your opinions on, you know, this, uh, sidewalk feature. And, uh, do you think, you know, this is something that should be, uh, I, you already mentioned you don't have any of those devices, but I guess, how do you feel about the idea of having to go in and turn this off versus going in and turning it on? Yeah, I think it's the setup to just get more data because people are more likely to not turn something off if it's already on. If you want to use something, most people like to, ooh, I want to use this feature. Let me go and turn it on. But if it's already on, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things where you don't really think about it. That's just the way it comes. So you just kind of roll with it, you know, out of the box, so to speak. So I just think it's just another way to capture even more data. And I think it's a, a slippery slope to have it automatically enabled rather than giving folks the option of enabling it. Because like I said, nine times out of 10, people aren't going to go in and turn it off. Right. They're just going to kind of roll with, with how it is. Right. And you know, the whole privacy thing, you know, you may not want to share your internet bandwidth with other devices because one, again, like I said, in my house, you know, we need every inch of bandwidth we need. (laughs) I don't need to be sharing it with nobody. And even though this is probably a good idea because, you know, um, if you have people, um, who breaking into cars or, you know, heaven forbid somebody break into your house, you know, if your camera didn't catch it, you know, somebody's camera across the street, you know, somebody, a neighbor or whatever. So you can actually make a network to where you may be able to ward off criminals or protect the neighborhood. Right. But the fact, again, the fact that you're turning it on and forcing people to go in and turn it off, it's just like you can't, like you said, you, they know that people are just going to roll with it. There are people who are not even going to know about it so they can get away with it. It's like, why would you feel like you have to get away with a feature that's supposed to be so beneficial? If the, if the feature is so beneficial, tell everybody about it, spread the good news and say, Hey, and allow people to opt in if they please. Exactly. Exactly. So it seems like there's something to trying to be sneaky. It's like, why, why would I want to turn on something to help you out when you're trying to be sneaky? You know? Yeah. It just, People are already leery of certain companies anyway, and this just feeds more into it. Right. And maybe they knew that and it was like, all right, well, let's try to try to push this through because we let's know. Let's find a way around it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right. All right. So I think the last thing I want to talk about was, you know, speaking of the new normal, you know, we're talking about, you know, people staying at home. Well, most of us are staying at home. There are some people out here wilding. <laughs> but, Straight. Wow. But most of us are staying at home and that is kind of taking a hit 
to our movie going experience. So I guess Warner Brothers has decided that they're going to launch every 2021 movie on HBO Max at the same time that it hits theaters. So they're going to stream this to your house at the same time you could go to the movie theaters and watch it. So I guess I wanted to get your opinion on how do you feel about this? You know, how do you think the uh, movie theaters are going to react? You know, what is your overall, is this a good idea? You know, are people going to pay for it? What do you think? I need to upgrade my TV (laughs) because I already have HBO Max. And um, I watched recently, last week, the new uh, live action Mulan movie. Because you remember, Mm -hmm. that was going to be a big deal. It was supposed to be in the movies. It didn't come out. Mm -hmm. Then you could pay to watch for like $30 or you could wait until December to watch it. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, me being me, I waited. And I watched it and it was really good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is, and this is honestly what people have been asking for. Let me watch movies early in my house. I'll pay a premium to Mm -hmm. them. This was even before COVID. And now, you know, Warner Brothers and HBO Max are are changing the game. And now I just wish I had gotten a bigger TV on Black Friday. Yeah, right, right. And make my own little like home theater. Because at this point, the amount of money that you're saving, if I was smart and thinking, but again, Black Friday was just so overwhelming this year. You buy your own very large TV, get you some club chairs, mount the thing on the wall, you know, set up your own little like movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can do it. And now you're getting actual films that are streaming in theaters right to your couch. Right. And and these ain't no slouch movies either. So, no. you know, we did... um I paid for the Mulan thing and watched that with the kids at the same time. We thought that was cool. Again, something I've been waiting on forever. You kind of mentioned people have been kind of clamoring for the ability to pay more. It still be in the movie theaters. We're not taking it from the movie theaters and moving it to your house. You know, it's kind of like a parallel thing. You know, you pay extra streaming at your house, or if you still want that movie theater experience where you got the crowd and you got the whole environment and the, 15 surround sound, do your thing. You know, everybody gets the option, but all that to say, these ain't no slouch movies. So I'm going to read some of the, um, some of the titles that are coming out, you know, being able to stream in your house. So you got Judas and the black Messiah. You got a Tom and Jerry reboot. You've got Godzilla versus King Kong. You've got a new mortal Kombat reboot. You've got, um, Space Jam, you know, LeBron James, LeBron, new, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got, uh, Suicide Squad. They've got another reboot for that. You've got Dune. I don't know if you remember the old Dune, uh, movie. They got that reboot for that. They've got, um, Matrix 4, right? So, Four right. With, um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. So these are going to be some good movies that people who are trying to be obedient. And willing to stay home, but are also still want to be a part of the movie experience. This is a way to for them to pay more, still get their money because these movies are still going to be on movie theaters. You know, you got the the vaccine coming out. So that's going to embolden more people to go venture out again. Not a good idea, but you know how it's going to be. They're going to do that anyway. They can still go to the movie theaters and see it. But for for us, you know, I've got these expensive headphones now. (laughs) You better believe so you just around sound feel right in my ear ball in, in my ears. Right? <laughs> right. And I already have, I, I haven't cut the cord. So I have a cable package mm-hmm. that already has HBO. So I got HBO max free. It okay. is included in my package and I have a Samsung smart TV. So I just downloaded 
the HBO Max app to my TV and I'm all set. Yep, yep, absolutely. So again, like to me, this is the best of both worlds. You know, of course, some movie theaters are going to, you know, cry and complain. Uh, um, what's the popular uh, Zack Snyder? I think somebody, one of those popular director producers, uh, he already said HBO Max is the the worst streaming service. I'm like that. You just sound like sure. a hater. You sound like a hater. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Sure it is. Uh, yeah. So they're already complaining about how this is the worst, you know, but look, th- like you said, this is the new normal and we're never going to go. Board, right. This train's already left the station. Exactly. Exactly. All it took was one to do it and you'll see others do it. Fox will start doing it. Sony will start doing it. You know, a lot of these movies will start going to Netflix. I want to say like last weekend, I stayed up all night long and watched a couple movies that I never saw, you know, that never, they never announced it as a, a, a movie theater, you know, box office movie. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's just as good. You know, there was a couple mm-hmm. of them, you know. Um, Netflix has some really good original movie programming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, you know, all that to say, you know, streaming is where it's going, you know, with all the, you know, the surround sound, you know, you've got Sonos, you got um, HomePod, you know, you've got, you know, all these, you know, you can create that surround, that you movie theater, the, the movie, movie experience. Theater sound. Mm-hmm. It used to be so expensive. People are, oh, you have a home theater. It was like, oh my God, you must be rich, but you can build, get you some sound bars, get mm-hmm. you, you know, some standing speakers, you know, your live, it's already your living room. So I would assume it's already fairly cozy. Pretty much everybody has a flat screen TV. If you want to get mm-hmm. a bigger one. You know, if you want to get the curb, whatever the case, you can build your own home theater for not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you said, it was only a matter of time. And yep. that, that uh, ship has already left port. So they might as oh, well yeah. jump on board. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. So that's all I want to talk about in uh, second string. We're going to move to for the culture and we've got a new versus coming up. We've got Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Now, the last one, not not uh, Gucci Mane versus uh, Jeezy, but the one before that with um, Monica and uh, Brandy. Brandy. I kind of got on them because my claim was they don't have enough hits. They don't have enough hits. They don't have enough hits. Nika said, oh, no, they've got all the hits. They've got all the hits. They've got all the hits. And they had some hits. So uh, I'm going to carry that conversation over <laughs> to this one. <laughs> do they have enough hits to do a versus? And I want to get your opinion on that. <laughs> so I think they do primarily because Ashanti is a writer. Okay. And she's written a lot of music for a lot of famous people. So if she can go into her writer producer bag, mm-hmm. I think she's good. Okay. Keisha Cole, I saw people talking because I was like, you know, it's all this slander about these two and, you know, don't forget they did this or that. So apparently, based on the internet, Mm -hmm. they do have it. I'm not a huge Ashanti and Keisha Cole fan. Mm -hmm. They have some bops that I kind of got down to, you Mm -hmm. know, back in my youth. Um, But uh, people are, they seem to be into it. It's not on the Brandy Monica level. Okay. But um, people are definitely excited. I saw one person say, this is the versus for girls who broke up with their boyfriends on loose leaf paper. (laughs) 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 So that's the, um, uh, that's the, uh, 
the rundown of that. So uh-huh. I don't know. Depending on what the chatter is on on Twitter, I may tune in. I'm not. Uh, okay. So you're not, not not jazzed about this one as previous ones, yeah. huh? No, I'm not. You know, it's it it's probably going to be a good time because versus Twitter makes versus is fun. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to keep it honest. You know, versus should be paying Twitter something mm-hmm. because that's what's keeping it really going because mm-hmm. people are on social media talking about it. So um, it'll be interesting. And like I said, I'll play it by ear. I'll see what the streets are saying once it starts mm-hmm. uh, and see if I tune in. Well, so. it's kind of hard not to, if not tune in, not be in the in orbit of it. Yeah, you're always going to be in orbit of it, especially if you're on Twitter. Right. Uh, but, you know, they've kind of grown this platform to where they've got merchandise now. You can get T-shirts and you know, uh, they are you seriously officials calling in. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got elected officials calling in. You know, they've got, you know, a nice, uh, a nice platform. So it'd be interesting, you know, um, to see where this goes. Does it stay on Instagram? Does it eventually go to something separate to where they can even monetize even more? Or do they even want to, you know, what is the, you know, what is the future of this versus thing? Because it's pretty popular. Doesn't sound like it's going anywhere. And, you know, people are always coming up with these fake battles of who they want to see next, you know, whether it be T.I. versus somebody. And they, they already they're talking about for whatever reason, they everybody wants R. Kelly to do one. But you need to read the room on that one. You know, you may want to. Don't like, do it. <laughs> right. They already dragged Kate Michelle on social media today about something she said about R. Kelly. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. So apparently he was her mentor or something. And she was like, oh my God, I wish he was here because I have, I'm trying to do this classic R&B album and I just really need his input. And he's the only one who could help. I wish he was here. So of course she got dragged mm-hmm. from there to yonder. And then she came back. I'm not agreeing with what he did. I've talked to some of the girls. You know, you have to be able to separate the artist from their art and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Right. And people always got to separate until that's your kinfolk. And then she'd have been knocking down the doors trying to figure out what's going on. So but it will be interesting. You know, like I said, they, you know, Swiss Beats and Timberland have had to really, really expound on or shut down some of the rumors you know everybody wants little kim and foxy brown and you know um you know they down the line so all that to say trying to figure out who can battle missy who can battle mariah because there are some people that are just Mm -hmm. so top tier there's nobody that can really battle them so they're trying to of course, social media is trying to figure out ways mm-hmm. to pull a Missy in, a Tim in, a Jay-Z, a Beyonce, a Mariah. Right. They are trying to find ways to pull these heavyweights in who really there's nobody for them to versus unless they're versusing themselves. Right. Because their catalogs are just that strong. So, yeah, but all to say all that to say, you know, it is popular and, you know, they, they've got something. So it would be yeah. interesting to see where it goes. So. All right. All right. And I just added something. Mm-hmm. I forgot to, 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 I was going to mention it in, um, second string, but I decided to bring it over the full, over to for the culture. Um, it's regarding Google. Um, so just this last week, um, one of the biggest and most well known execs at Google was fired abruptly and her, 
leader sent out an email saying she resigned, uh-huh. which she did not. She uh-huh. was actually fired. She is the premier um, AI ethics researcher uh-huh. at Google and is pretty much known throughout the industry as being one of the best. She sent out an email um, uh, regarding to the way that she felt she was being treated at Google. And the next thing you know, they pulled, they fired her. And the reason she knew it is was because her email wouldn't work. They immediately pulled her email access uh-huh. and then sent an email um, out to her team um, and her uh, co-leader saying that she resigned. So the person I'm talking about is Tim, I hope I don't butcher this name. I'm probably am, but Tim, 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 she's of Ethiopian descent. She's um, Ethiopian American and she is uh, an extremely well-known computer scientist that focuses on the AI ethics space. And um, she, she live, she pretty much live tweeted her firing Mm -hmm. on, on Twitter. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is she's a black woman. She's an exec at a hugely well-known company. Mm -hmm. She's an expert at what she does. Mm -hmm. And she was fired for basically commenting on how the company treats minority employees. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the head of the AI division at Google, Jeff Dean, not only fired her, but also sent out an email to her team saying that she resigned when she did not. Right. Um, is it's very disheartening. And what this conversation brought up on social media is other black women in the tech space. I'm a black woman in the tech space, so I can definitely, you know, see where she's coming from. Um, and it just really brought up a lot of feelings from from other black women. Um, I know. Uh, one of the two of the black women who were hugely successful um, at Pinterest who were fired because they wanted to be paid equally. Um, and they've, they've now since sued um, Pinterest. So it's one of those things where it's, it's the daily treatment of black women in these tech spaces who provide and offer so much to the community and are expected to take, be happy with the crumbs you're given. Right. So that's the So be happy with that. Right. So that's, that's the, the, the conflict, right? Because, you know, uh, a lot of the owners, CEOs, founders of these companies expect people of color, black folks specifically to come in and just be happy that you are some, mm-hmm. right. But they know those being the owners, CEOs know what people are going to do is they're going to come in and be a, a, a positive benefit to the community. Some of the backstory uh, about, with uh, Miss Gerbrew was that she wrote a paper and uh, the paper was going over how some of the AI with Google, specifically her parent company and some of these other companies that are full speed ahead with artificial intelligence could be biased towards minorities. And we've talked right. about that time and time again on yeah. this show. You know, I'm just a regular system at men, 
you know, but we know and we've read and we've heard about the biases that could be developed or built into artificial intelligence. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think Silicon Valley has always tried to say, okay, we're non-biased. We're just scientists. We, there's no way that the technology race doesn't play a role in in technology, our algorithms. Yeah. Right. But she being this well-renowned, super smart, you know, person who is into artificial intelligence has said, no, you can actually code racism and bias into technology. And I don't think that's what Google wanted to hear. So I think that was kind of like the springboard for them to say, okay, well, we've got our eye on you because how dare you speak out against this technology? Yeah, they wanted then, her to pull the paper. Right. They wanted her to pull the paper. She didn't, she didn't agree. So that was kind of like strike one and strike two, you know, and then, like you said, when she mentioned that she posted this uh, email criticizing the company's treatment of minority employees, case in point, how they treated me when I put out this paper that exposed some biases and racism, racism as it relates to AI and Google, you know, then that was kind of like, all right, well, like you said, like you said, how dare you, you know, use your position to enrich and to. You're an exec at Google. Right. You should be singing our praises right. from the mountaintops. You shouldn't have any dissent, <clears throat> even though it's been widely spread the, the demographic and racial inequities within Google prior to this even coming out. There have been story after story regarding people who've worked there who've been discriminated against, mm-hmm. whether you're black or whether you're a woman, I mean, or both, you know, and particularly in her case. So I just think it's, I don't think that Google expected this big of a backlash because I think, um, about uh what 800 people um within the google space uh-huh, uh-huh. and within the ai space have sent um done an open letter of support for her uh-huh. i don't think this jeff dean thought that he would get this amount of heat uh-huh. and blow back blow right. back because it's just one person i'm just firing her it's no big deal right not taking it and, and that's another issue you don't fully value what this woman brought to your organization, even though you knew she was a star, even though you knew she was super smart, even though you knew she was on it when it comes to her expertise. Mm-hmm. You thought this is just a black woman. I can fire her and go about my business. And, you know, it may buzz around the office a little bit and then it'll be done. Right. I don't think they expected over 800 prominent people to come out and support her. Now they have egg on their face and they won't make a comment because I'm sure a lawsuit is forthcoming. Right. And, and she, you know, say, and she documented, documented all of her, you know, um, conversations, you know, she's published a lot of them, you know, a uh, story I was reading was, uh, she recounted her most recent experience in the email as an example of why she had given up on advocating for diversity inside of Google. And this is her quotes. Stop writing your documents because it doesn't make a difference. Your life gets worse when you start advocating for underrepresented people. You start making the other leaders upset when they don't want to give you good ratings during calibration. So, I mean, she is the her own example of how, you know, these tech companies feel as it relates to underrepresented communities. Like you said, shut up. Be glad you're here. 
you're working for us. You're making a lot of money. You get to show up on social media. You get to go to talks. You get to go to, you know, we send you off to these People events. Know your name. People know your name. Shut up. Right. And when we don't, it's like, how dare you? Right. So it's the just, yeah. exactly. So, you know, it, it's just, I mean, what's new under the sun? You know, this is just another, another high ranking, you know, minority, you know, person who, you know, again, we subject to this abuse. Right. And, you know, it's, you know, us, me being a techie, you know, I just can't be a techie, you know, because externally people are going to judge me as a black techie. And internally, I'm going to say, okay, I'm a black person. I've been afforded this opportunity. What can I do to bring more people? Because it's like we it's we can't just be ourselves. And that's that whole privilege that we talk about. You know, I can't just be me. I can't just be Terrence. You know, I have to be uh, a father. Represent for all of the things that you are. You're a black man. You're a black techie. You're Mm -hmm. a husband. You're Mm -hmm. a father. You have to represent for all of those spaces and you have to carry that weight when you shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. Our counterparts don't have to. They just get to be Jim and Bob and go about, you know, their life like they are, you know, unique because they are. But as like as a black person, we aren't seen as individuals we are seen as standard bearers Mm -hmm. for the whole culture and the whole community and it's exhausting and i completely get where she's coming from i've faced these same type of things in my career i work for a very large company um a very well-known company i'm in their um on their tech side of things and you know i i made a tweet today You know, I think I said being a black woman in tech means overly editing your email to not come across as bitchy to your mostly male um, fellow developers. Uh It took me, there were some issues that were going on that um, I needed some clarity on that needed some pointed direction because there were some things that I needed to do my job that I wasn't getting. It took me probably about 40 minutes to write the email Mm -hmm. because I wrote it. Then I had to step away and come back and edit it, move some things around, add some soft language in there, you know, kind of placate some things and, you know, just to not come across as being a bitch in the email, Mm -hmm. even though I'm sure some of the people who read it, you know, Oh, the nerve of her. I'm so sick of her. And I'm the type of person that is very vocal at work. I've stood up for, you know, other female minority employees who were being discriminated against, who were being talked down to, who were being spoken to in a way that they should not have. And, you know, there are just some things that I can't sit back and do. Um, I know some people is like, you know what, that's not my business. I'm going to, you know, protect and I get it. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my job. I'm going to protect my livelihood. And I 100% get it Mm -hmm. because in the spaces that we're in, we aren't usually afforded that opportunity. Very few and far between. Yeah. And there are just some things that me personally, I'm not going to allow to happen in my presence. And in those times where I've stood up, I've gotten fellow male coworkers to immediately ping me. I was, I was, I'm glad you said something. I would have said something because this was X, Y, Z. This was not good. I'm like, but why didn't you say anything? Mm -hmm. 
why didn't you say anything? You allowed me to go out on the limb and put myself out there when you wholeheartedly agreed with what I was saying, but you weren't going to put yourself out there for that. And, you know, I'm, I know that there are people who are either intimidated by me at work, who think I talk too much, who uh -huh. think I'm too vocal, who think that I say too much. And you know what? I'm perfectly fine with that uh -huh. because what I'm, one thing that I am going to do is advocate for myself. I can't rely on uh, an executive champion because that doesn't always work. And as a black woman, I don't always get those opportunities to have an executive champion, even though all of the execs in my org, oh my God, you're so great. You do this, you have this, mm -hmm. skills, blah, 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 all that stuff. But that, those are just words. Words don't mean right. you know, anything to me in that respect. Words do mean things. But in that respect, if you're just going to say all those things, but you aren't going to put any action behind it, then, you know, you might as well just shut up right. and not say anything. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where people could, someone else could have done this exact same thing that she did. But because she's a black woman, she got fired. Mm -hmm. And had a white woman done this, uh, a white man done this, and probably, honestly, a black man done this they would have not gotten this same treatment because a lot of times I'm just talking from my experience, black women are expected to be the mule. You're uh -huh. expected to do all the work. We have to be five, six times better, smarter, which we usually are. And we're still paid 63 cent on the dollar. Uh -huh. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's exhausting. It's tiring. It's infuriating. It's frustrating to have to deal with this. And one of the things that uh, she said was, with all of my privilege, the 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 one we're talking about, um, Timonit, she said, being an exec, having a supportive boss, having a supportive co-leader, having a supportive team, and I still got treated this way. She said, I can only imagine how the average black woman is treated on their job. Without all of that support. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's a hundred percent right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, like I said before, uh, nothing new under the sun, you know, you're, you're going, we're going to continue to have these issues until, you know, the powers that be start to recognize that, you know, there are some people who deserve the shot, who do not have the same background are going to have different experiences and this culture that you've created is just not going to be for everybody. And if you're not willing to evolve, if you're not willing to grow, you know, these things are going to continue to happen. And hopefully, eventually, you know, the shame that goes along with doing something like this, maybe it'll, you know, at the very least get people to, you know, straighten out just a little bit. But again, that is <laughs> that's a long ways down the road because yeah, it, it keeps happening. Yeah, mm -hmm. and is these the same companies who had the black square mm -hmm. who after George Floyd was murdered, after Breonna Taylor was murdered, after Ahmaud Arbery was murdered. Mm -hmm. You know, we we love our black employees. We are a diverse company. We mm -hmm. have DE&I, you know, programs. We are, we are firmly against those types of activities and behaviors and be the main perpetrators mm -hmm. yep. of said thing. Yep. So. But it looks good because they made a statement right? and they put a black square on their wall. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people say, have you followed up with your company 
based on the statement that they put out this summer? Have you seen actual changes mm-hmm. in your company or was it just for show? Yep. And I'm going to be honest, 99% of the time, it was just for show. Mm, it was trendy to be, you know, all Black Lives Matter during the summertime. Then as uh, yeah. things started. Have that in your bio. Mm-hmm. Have you a Black Power Fist. Make your little graphics and and such. All lies. Yep. So not surprised. All right. So uh, that's it for uh, for the culture. Let's move into the hookup uh, real quick. Uh, me and Nika are in Georgia, you know, as the voting season, the election season has died down for most of us around the country in Georgia. We are knee deep into the election cycle. Like Nika it mentioned is. earlier, we've got commercials back to back to back of, you know, these two particular Senate seats with, um, uh, Kelly Loeffler and Raphael Warnock and then, uh, Purdue. I can't, is it Bill Purdue? John. John Ossoff. Yeah. What was the David Perdue. David Perdue. Okay. And then John Ossoff, you know, uh, full speed ahead. We've got commercials back to back. Also, we're still getting text messages. So mm-hmm. you've got text messages from everybody, yeah. every single side saying, Hey, vote, vote, vote. Your vote is important. This vote, vote matters. Vote, vote, vote. So one of the things that I came up with was, um, you can actually edit your default replies on your Apple watch to quickly unsubscribe from these text messages, because similar to email newsletters, they have to require a way for you to opt out of these text messages blasts. And the way you opt out on the text message is you reply with the word stop, right? So instead of Every time you see one of these text messages, you get your phone, you open up the message, you type the word stop just to unsubscribe. There's a way you can actually go in and edit the default replies to where when you get that message on your Apple watch, you can click the message, you can scroll up, tap the word stop, and that'll automatically unsubscribe you. So we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, you basically have to go into your Apple watch settings on your phone. And then once you get into the messages portion of it, get into the default replies, find a default reply that you normally don't use and just edit that and put the word stop. So then the next time you get a message, you can go find that quick reply, click stop, and then you're automatically unsubscribed. Now you can't go in and remove your name from this list because there's so many lists out there. (laughs) Your name is on so many lists. Anytime you've donated, anytime you've signed up for anything, anytime you've retweeted something, Right. Even your voting, your voting registration. I'm pretty sure they dug your data. Did, did, you know, you're the data person. They probably dug in, pulled out your text, me- your phone number and put it on 50 million thousand lists. So yep. at the very least, you can go in and quickly unsubscribe versus having to go through and funnel, funnel through to try to get all that stuff. So I put that actually wrote that story for PC magazine. So I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes so you can actually click that link to read more, you know, show me some love. I can definitely use the page views and, you know, also to, you know, set it up so you can quickly unsubscribe using your Apple watch. So that is my hookup for the week. And if you don't have anything else, uh, I think that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, Definitely download rate and review us. We're on Apple podcasts. We're on Google podcasts and we're also on Spotify. You can engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at Snob OS Cast on all three of those social media platforms. 
you can definitely watch us on YouTube. You know, we're on YouTube at SnobOSCast. Be sure to do all the YouTube things like subscribe, leave a comment, you know, share the video, make sure we get our names out there. Um, if you want to leave a comment or suggestion, you can do so on our website. We're at snoboscast.com or you can shoot us an email. We're at snoboscast at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support the show, you know, we're trying to branch out here. We're doing video. I got my little lighting thing together. You know, all that little bit helps. You know, if you want to be a supporter of the show, you can definitely go to our Patreon site. We're at patreon.com forward slash snoboscast for as little as $5 a month. You get access to our pre-show. You get access to the live show taping where we talk about some things that will not be on this actual show. And you get access to our Discord chat for our private group where we talk about tech in general. So uh, we definitely want to thank our new snobbis for this week. That's what we call our Patreon supporters. We want to thank Dino Cummings and the family. We greatly appreciate you for becoming. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for being a new Patreon supporter. And with that, we are out for this week. Peace. Bye.